the all-star app the number one app in the business ufc bellator one championship pfl and more get the app right now link in description how was the uh, the ufc 282 experience man out there was it cool yeah man it was cool man like um I was there for Joaquin's fight. Obviously, he was like the fourth fight of the night, really early in the card, and so the plates wasn't packed yet. But it was electric the whole night. Um, what was cool, man, seeing that eighteen-year-old get that whole like, it got electric, boy. When that when that eighteen-year-old uh, walked in, man, they booed the American guy, and I told my partner, I was like, "See, this why it's hard to build American fan base because, um, being from America, because like." It's just that they just have their favorites, bro. Like they're not gonna support you just because you're American, bro. Like they just have favorites, and but you everywhere else you go in the world, and they're from that country. Their country supports them, so it's so weird being an American fighter getting booed. <laughs> yeah, that's a trip, I was like, man. man, bro, you better build your character. You better be a likable person because they gonna boo the hell out of you. And also, you know, in that area, right? Like in Cali, like Arizona, I guess Nevada's tied in with it. There's a lot of Mexicans. He's Mexican, so. People are going to travel to watch him. And I didn't even think that he had that big of a fan base. But, man, Mexican people, they love fighting, man. So whoever's out there, they need to take advantage yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you in Las Vegas, you might as well say that's Mexico, bro. Like, he was a home field advantage, man. And it was beautiful to see, man. It was fun. It was very fun to see. That's pretty wild, man, to to see how how good that kid is at 18 years old man just straight mma it's not like he comes from like another sport or he comes from like wrestling background or nothing like that he's just straight up a fighter yeah i was worried man i, I told my partner man i was like man i'm worried man i just don't want to see him take too much damage he's people forget he's 18 i was like i said best case scenario he get in early and he don't take much damage and get out of there and that's exactly what happened i was like Thank God. Like, I'm still, like, like obviously it's a sport. You know, I'm not rooting for anyone in particular, but it's just, like, I just didn't want to see him take no bad damage. You know, that was my whole thing. Yeah, he did it, man. He's he's legit, man. He's legit. Um, yeah. The judging, man, that night, you know, the patty fight, then you had the main event play out like it did. What would you think about that? Yeah. I actually left during the main event. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I left during the third round. Um, it was almost at the end of the third round, really, basically. Um, Jan uh, Blahovich in my mind, was up three rounds. I was like, this isn't changing. He's going to win this fight. And then, lo and behold, I see social media saying, uh, Ankalaev won, uh, should have won. I'm like, how? Blahovich won the first three rounds easily in my eyes. It was like, that's 3-0. Like, unless he got his ass whooped for two rounds, which – was highly unlikely. I don't see how he lost like this fight. And so I was like, man, I was like, I'm gonna have to probably go back and watch that one. Um, so when I saw a draw, I was like, he must have got his ass with one of those rounds. And that makes sense if it goes draw because he definitely won the first three rounds. That's why we left. <laughs> so we were trying to beat the traffic up out of there. Um, and uh, the Patty fight, man, um, again, damage is king right now so leave it in the hands of the judging when they're sitting case side they see different things than we're seeing from out here i guess you know so they probably felt like um they were seeing a lot more damage i mean it was a lot of back and forth to me so first two rounds for sure 
I felt like Patty won the first, second round was a toss up, and third round was uh, Gordon. So I was, I knew it was going to be close. Would you have left the main event if it was Yuri versus Glover, though? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of Glover, man. Yeah. So like, I'm a big fan of Glover, man. I just I probably would have stayed around for that one. But this fight was just kind of. It was kind of seemed like it was decided in the third round. To be honest, like I didn't see it changing much, but uh, apparently it did. So there you go. Did you train in Las Vegas? Oh yeah, man. I was at the PI from morning to close, bro. Like every day, the whole week I was there. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I flew out uh, on Sunday uh, morning, so I was in there every single day, taking advantage of the the trainers meal preps I uh, finally got fingerprints so I can get in the calf without somebody being locked out you know I didn't even know it was a calf over there until this that week you know what I'm saying so I'm like it's so many things I was telling uh the workers at the at the front desk I was like man I was like everything's new to me nobody told me how any of this operates I just like kind of like find myself in places and ask questions and then like oh no you can have this oh no we make you shakes for free oh no this i'm like really oh thank you (laughs) so it was it's the most resources i've ever had in my life you know and and that right there is just like so much motivation walking in there training i like already train hard but just being there for the week and being able to get um take care of my body and do things that even if it's on my own time it's just man it's such a great resource and uh, um it's something i haven't had since college running track in college at a division one school so it's pretty uh it's pretty nice that we have those things so train every day yes been on three a days two and three a days um funny thing is uh i was on my third workout of the day on tuesday that tuesday and we flew in on tuesday and so I worked out at night with my coach, hit pads, and the uh, Silva was in there cutting weight and hitting pads, and he looked terrible. And, man, I was thinking, like, man, they got him in the blanket on Tuesday, in the heat blanket on Tuesday. I was like, man, I wonder if he's going to make the fight. Had I known he wasn't going to, like, make weight and that fight was going to get, I would have cut weight and tried to fight because I wanted to get on that card anyway. Like, I was there training. I was healthy. I was ready to go. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so fast forward to Saturday, I'm walking into the venue, and guess who I see standing outside the gate with a hoodie on? The Silver. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing out here? I didn't know that their fight had got canceled. Uh-huh. I was pissed. I was pissed walking into the venue. I was like, fuck, man, I could have fought. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like a big like a big baby. <laughs> but uh but no man, it was a great week. It's always great. It's 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 becoming um more of a thing that I'm gonna try to do and get out to Vegas, just take advantage of those resources. Um, got to get in there and get my body mapped out, see where I lie with the rest mm-hmm. of the weight weight division as far as like how my body fills out and then uh, take advantage of getting some supplements sent to me and some meal preps all those things anything interesting from the results that you got um they told me i'm a big flyweight which i mean bro i've come across flyweights cutting from 155 and up and i'm like always around 142 143 and i'm like really like these dudes be stocky short buff huge you know out of camp 
And it was like, yeah, but like according to not just your stature, you know, you're five nine, you're tall for the weight class, but also like you probably don't want to put on too much more muscle. <laughs> like really, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get big out here. No, probably don't want to put on too much. You're already in the 115 percentile. Like you're already up there. You have really good lean mass. You're actually sitting in a perfect spot right now. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I guess I, what I've been doing is great. Don't add no creatine. Don't add no protein. I'm good. <laughs> So that was exciting to see. Um, my metabolic rate is pretty high. You know, it's higher than normal uh, percentage-wise. So I'm burning a lot. So that's pretty good. I can eat, keep eating a lot. So excited about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good to know, man. The science, man. It really helps instead of just doing yeah. it off like bro science, you know what I mean? Just just the eye test and shit like that. It's, Which I've done most yeah, of my life, right? So. Course, <laughs> Now, um, mm-hmm. let's, let's rewind, man, back to your uh, first UFC victory, a very close fight, a very hard-fought fight against uh, Zalgas Zumagulov. You know, now a few weeks have passed. What do you think about the performance and, and how everything played out? Um, it, Everything happened as expected. Um, he does. He always has close fights um, that he doesn't quite win, right? Um, so... I felt like I I won every round. Like at the after the fight, I was telling my coach, I was like, man, I I felt like I won every single round, every exchange. I was ahead, every grappling exchange. I reversed, got up, reversed, put him against the cage. I pushed him back. He was darting in, but he wasn't staying in, so he was kind of running the whole fight, in my opinion. And then like all the breaks, I'm like, man, it's hard to see what's happening. But I know every time we come back from these breaks, like as the rounds get on, I'm taking advantage of this fight. So I just felt like I was winning that entire fight. And when I heard the split decision, I was like, damn, really? I kind of like, but I was still like, yeah, I know I won this fight, man. Like, I just knew I won the fight, bro. I felt it. And so I wasn't surprised by the decision or anything. Um, I was, I didn't think that he won two of the three rounds, but it is what it is. We got away with our first win. And um, that was very that's just the first step, you know, and everything, you know, uh, it's like the first little minute step to the bigger steps, get that first win, can check that off. And, um, it's no easy fights. So I'm, I'm thankful for my path, all my, all my fights moving forward. I mean, it's, everything is just like, it's going to be at this level. I don't feel like anything's going to be an uptick in opponent. I think like just everybody's here. Nobody's special at this point. It's on me to be special. So, I'm excited about every opponent coming up. What was going on with the foot? Why the stomps, man, in the middle of the fight? Everybody's like confused, like what's going on? Like why is he stopping? Is he like, you know, yeah. like showing like Zalgas, like this is my octagon? Like what's, what's going on? <laughs> uh no, like the first ten seconds of it, like five, ten seconds of it was really like a funny bone shot. It was like bone shin to the inside bone of the knee, and it's like a funny bone, like when you kinda like, ah, I rubbed that elbow out, like, one of those. So I was just stomping my foot, getting that feeling. And then when I started feeling it, like, because when it first happened, I stood against the cage and I just shot a two, you know, shot another two. Because when I stepped, it felt kind of weird. And I was like, hmm. And then I stomped it. I'm like, let me get this leg, make sure it's good. I'm like, if I can stomp it, I can kick it, right? So then the next step was... I, I run in place and I kick with it. Okay, I can kick. All right, cool. I'm good. Like so, it's just like mental checks in my own brain. Stomp it out as I go. Like, all right, I can still stomp it. There's nothing crazy going on. Then there's no like tears, not broken. There's nothing like it was. It was just a weird feeling. So I'll just make sure I, I felt it out and like continue to fight, continue to hit them while I'm doing it. <laughs> and so like, 
I don't know. It was it's funny looking back at it, but it's just like I'm in the gym, man. I work shit out while I'm fighting, man. Like you have to. That's all. Yeah, you have to, it's a man. fight. It's yeah, a fight. People forget it's a fight, man. Like he just kicked me in my shit. It's not gonna feel good, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm working it out. Let's get it. <laughs> so yeah, man. It's uh yeah, it's just another experience, man. That you could take off. The, you know, you could tick the box. You know what I mean? Just like yeah, I went through that. Now I now I know if it happens again. I know what it is and uh, move forward. When um, Zalgas he announced his retirement after that fight, when you what was your reaction when that news hit your ear? Um, I mean none. Like it's all. I, I mean for real, it's like I don't know if it's like out of pity or like disappointment, sadness, what it is. I just wish him the best. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a grown man. He make his own decisions. Um, maybe he's trying to like save face from the UFC cutting him or something, or um, disappointed that he didn't get a decision his way again. But at the end of the day, you got to take these fights. You got to win them. You know, you got to win them convincingly. You know, it's not nobody's gonna give you anything in his life. If they would have called it for him, I'd been disappointed too. You know, but I wasn't gonna retire after this shit. I'm like, well, I got one more fight to prove myself, and they probably gonna cut my ass. And you know, like they probably gonna cut both of us, August. <laughs> you know, like. Shit, you never know. They cutting people on one loss, two losses, two fights, you know. So in my eyes, I'm fighting for my career too, you know. And so I don't really put too much stock into it. Um, I just wish him mental health, physical health, you know, and moving on with his life, you know. For sure, man, for sure. You know, a lot of the times it's, it's knee-jerk reactions, you know what I mean, in, in fighting when, when people retire. Now, inside the cage after the fight, you said you wanted to be, be the busiest flyweight you said the ultimate apex champion you don't care and uh jimmy flick you know he was yeah. flying out there without a without an opponent you got on social media you called for that fight why did you decide to jump on this opportunity so quick i don't want to fight man i don't give a fuck who it is bro like i just want to get in there i feel like i'm only getting better like i train i drill i work my ass off but I'm only getting better at the nuances of fighting while i'm fighting like when i'm in there i can work like, oh, I, I could have picked the volume up here. I could have um, done this. Oh, I was I settled a little bit too much here. Oh, I did that really well. Continue to do that next fight. I feel like I'm only really making those little subtle changes that are going to make me a champion when I'm fighting these three-rounders with these people, um, with these different guys, you know. And so that fight, everything that I put my mind to in the camp, I did. Um, whether don't let them allow him to sit, keep me on the cage, um, put him against the cage, take him down, pressure him, touch him, activity, energy, 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 keep your levels up, make sure you're in that fight, enjoy it, I did, so like everything that I set my mind to, everything that I wanted to change about the first fight, going into the second fight, I did, and now this fight, I see, okay, more volume with your hands, more, you could have done this, you can take it, like you're strong, bro, you can take these dudes down too, they, they can't keep you down, just keep working like i'm just seeing little things where i'm like i don't know how great i am yet right and so i'm i'm allowing myself to develop into whatever i'm going to become and i feel like that's only happening through testing myself in there and each time i'm like taking off little things and like okay going back to my notebook ah, i could have done this here i could have done that there and it's exciting for me man like get back in there. Let me, let me get back in there and work on that. Get back in there and work on that. Because I'm working my ass off in the gym. I'm drilling. I'm going to jiu-jitsu. I'm doing strength and conditioning. I'm eating right, right? 
as long as my body's healthy, let me get back in there. So yeah, basically, so the only only way to uh to know if all the stuff that you're working on on in the gym is to just go in there and do it in an actual fight, not just playing around. I'm not saying playing around, but not just sparring. Yeah. Right? You have to go full yeah. blast, 110. percent It's different, bro. Like it's just yeah. different, man. I don't care what people say. You can do hard sparring all you want, like. When you get under the lights and you get in the cage, activity is longevity. You get in there and you and you start getting active, bro, you're going to feel comfortable. You're going to feel, let's get it. You're going to want to keep getting in there, keep getting in there, keep getting in there. And it's not a high, low, nothing. It's just like that's where I live. That's where I'm thriving, bro. Like I love this shit, you know. Like I'm working my ass up and I love to fight. I love to get in there and figure out. These motherfucking Hunger Games. We all hungry. These are Hunger Games. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to outlast all y'all. You know, like, that's my mindset. Like, what's the next thing, you know? Flick, it, this this matches a trip because you had Zalgas fight you, and then he retires. And then now you're, your next is a guy coming out of retirement to, to return <laughs> yeah. to fighting. Now, what do you think of Flick, man, and his skill set? Man, he's sticky, man. My coach used to call guys like him snot. Coach Mike Rogers at St. Charles MMA, he used to call guys like him snot because he's like, they they get on you and they stick to you, you know? Um, I think that uh, he's a significant challenge, and I think that he's one that people will get to see even more. So another level of my game, the jiu-jitsu defense, jiu-jitsu offense, um, and it's going to be a fucking fight. Like, Jimmy doesn't back down from anyone. I don't back down from anyone. We're Midwest boys. And um, I just keep getting – I keep getting this excitement about it because I've been working th- with things with my coach, and it's just like when I see where I could have done something in a fight and then I go back and f- work on it and I fix it, like with the Micaiah fight into that fight and then now that fight into this fight, I'm just like, man – if I do this in the fight, motherfuckers just don't know how. Like, I don't even know how great I am, but they don't know that I was an all-state wrestler. They don't know I trained at a jiu-jitsu school for six years. They don't know that I did Golden Glove boxing and fought on um, Friday night fights and Showtime. They don't know I fought Golden Glove prospects and never got knocked down or knocked out. They don't know that. You know, like, I have to show these people who I am and show myself. So when I see Jimmy, I'm like, somebody's going to keep attacking me and come after me. I love that shit because so many guys I've been fighting, they've been playing that blitzy, stay away and blitz and stay away, blitz, stay away. Like, no, Jimmy's going to come for this finish, you know. He's going to come, he's going to step in here. And I pride myself on getting finishes as well, whether it's stand-up or submission. So, like, it's going to be one of those fights where people are like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, you know. And that's exciting in itself, you know. It doesn't matter. Nobody needs to shit talk or anything because we both, that's just the fight game. That, that's just the game that we both bring to the table. Yeah, you know, it could be a dog fight. And, and sometimes you need the, you need that dog fight to put yourself on the map. You know what I mean? A lot of the, the young guys coming up that are new to the division, new to the UFC, that's what you want, right? You need one of those to, to, to blast yourself, to catapult you, you know what I mean? To get that instagram follower up a little bit right because that's what it does yep and if it's not a dog fight somebody gonna get finished right so at the end of the day i'm winning in my mind you know at the end of the day i'm winning because people gonna get this they already see who i am man and it's only gonna with more time more rounds 
it's only a matter of time right now for me. Um, and it's about me putting things together, putting my mind to it, and then going out there and putting things together. And that's what's most exciting because I have all the tools to fight anyone. You know, you talk about taking the experience from the Maka fight and then taking the experience from the Zalgas fight, and now you're heading into this one. When you do training camp, is there any new components for this camp that you've added or, you know, you've taken out? I don't know. Like, can you give us some insight? No, man. It's just, uh, I mean, each opponent is different. You continue working on it. It's short notice, so you can try to work on some detail. But really, whoever you are is what's going to show up. You know, it's four weeks. We 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 uh we can tune in on some detail, but mostly um it's just gonna be about some fine tuning in the next couple weeks, um getting into our positions and playing our game. You can't. What's great about short notice fights is like people do all this prep and prep and think they like what's great about short notice fight. What you are, what you've been doing, who you've been, is gonna show, right? This whole year has been dedicated to what for me? Grappling. <laughs> I've been grappling all fucking year. So, like, if I'm not prepared for this opponent, when am I going to be, right? In my mind. So, I'm very excited about the opportunity. I'm excited about putting things together. I have um, um, a new resource uh, just within the last this last camp, which was Gray Maynard. Um, moved out here from Vegas. So he's, he, I go up there, uh, work out with him three times this week, you know, just me and him working through things. He's fine-tuning things about my game that I can um, work, I can implement just to help me uh, round out some things, you know. That's, it's just beautiful, man. Like, it's a beautiful situation for me right now, and I'm, I'm excited about that. For sure. Do you have a a vision for this fight, like, when you when you lay your head down, do you see certain outcomes? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I I mean, honestly, it's so fresh. I just been focused on the grind of each day and making sure I'm prepared. I haven't even thought about anything like that. I think about training, what I want to work on each day. Um, but the result is just a win in my eyes. By any means necessary, I haven't thought about how, what I'm going to do. I'm very much of when I go out there and I implement what I do, take what someone gives you and take that take what they want to do away from them. That's just what I do. So when I think about a finish, something's going to present itself, you know, and there's going to be adversity in the fight for myself, for him, and whoever's able to take advantage of that and whoever's prepared it's going to do that, you know. So I don't really put too much into how, but I just know I'm going to win because the energy I've been carrying since my last camp into this camp is just at an all-time high. And um, I think Jimmy's a cool dude. I don't know him. He doesn't know me personally. We know of each other, but I just think that um, there's something in it when somebody retires um, from something. You know, you can have love for it. But I, it's not for me to judge, like, many things. But um, I just feel like my heart and everything about me has been absorbed with this sport for a while. And I've made a way from nothing. And I've had some big adversities, life, family, many things that could have 
I could have chose to walk away from this, but I found a way to make it to where I am with very little to no resources, debt, family debt, everything, you know, like no resources, no way to get to practices, no way to do things, you know? So it's a place of privilege when you can walk away from something and come back to it, right? I've never had that. So I'm hungry, bro. I've been hungry for a very long time. And I just feel like when we step in that cage, nothing going to matter about but what, who's prepared, who's, who's, who's been working their ass off to get to that point. And um, I don't know if half a year is enough for him after being away as long as he has when I've been doing as much as I've been doing the last couple, two, three, four years. So we'll see. January 14th, man, UFC fight night in Las Vegas. Charles, you're back in action. Appreciate the time. And uh, yeah, man, all the best in this fight. You know, the first car of the year. Usually on the first car of the year, there's always a few fights. Everybody's like, oh, that's fight of the year already. You know what I mean? And this could be it. We don't know yet. Hey, so look, I started 20. I started this year off with a fight of the year in LFA. Yeah, yeah. Right? So now it's time to do the same thing in the UFC. Start this year off with a. Mm -hmm. By the year, but I would, I would hope, it's my hope that I don't have to do that three rounds. I would like to go in there and get a finish, but if it has to be, I would, I would, I would hang my cap on that. I'd be happy with that. <laughs>